0: So JP, I'm I'm gonna do like um like a real commercial. Carly, we we've been doing commercials for an electric car company, trying to get them to send us cars.
1: Yeah, how's that going? No luck so
0: far. We're doing spec, spec commercials. Uh, <laughs> it's not going well. They haven't contacted us yet, but we're gonna get there.
1: And I think they, it would be kind of funny to like record every podcast from your respective car. We could do that in these car cars. <laughs> 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 yeah
0: okay okay chris white is up and running um chris, the <laughs> is the starter movie. pistol <laughs> <clears throat> so today we're gonna do a real commercial for rivian i'm gonna go don draper on this shit okay boy. and uh yeah we're gonna do a real commercial
2: do you, are, this is all you or are you i'm, I'm gonna I
0: got, I got a little monologue here jp you just sit back and relax baby. i'm gonna
2: enjoy this nate i really am
0: People think things never change and maybe they're right. Does innovation ever outweigh tradition? Maybe things never change, but you do. You live on the edge, you find your own answers and you know that tradition is just a fancy way of falling in line. Our fathers dug into this earth to build monsters of steel and gas. And we're here to continue that legacy and maybe save the planet while we do it. The all-electric Rivian R1S SUV and the R1T pickup truck. Electric adventure is here. please send us cars. Jesus Christ, please send us a car. All right, Chris, hit that theme music. (laughs) It
3: was so earnest. I loved it.
0: I I really went for it. (laughs)
2: Is up, friends and family. Welcome to Friendsman, the best show. I'm your host JP. With me, as always, is my best friend in life and on this podcast, Nate. Nate,
0: how you doing? I'm doing good, JP. That was short and sweet, buddy. You like that one? I, I liked got it. Mixed up. <laughs> Interesting mix-up. I loved it, dude. I loved it. Um, ah. I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing?
2: I can't complain. Although they're calling for potential tornadoes and hail tonight. Between one o'clock and 6 a.m. So hail
0: tornadoes, hail NATOs,
2: hail NATOs.
0: Either way. I don't think or it's
2: hail dose. Be- oh, hail dose. It- yeah. Okay. Hail Let's move on. That's, just, that's not fun. That's, that's I don't want to get hail in my, in my house at night.
0: You're going to say,
2: you got a basement. No. In fact, uh, much like the Alamo in that Pee Wee Herman movie, there is no basement in anything in Texas, basically.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same way in California. I saw a few basements in Nevada, but not, not normal. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, no, we have an emergency plan uh, where we grab all the pets and we go to uh, like an inner bathroom or something. And then sure. uh, one of us has to run out and get all the other pets that we couldn't find on the first sweep. And then we all
0: die. Do you have a horse barn where you can like strap yourself <laughs> to a horse pole, like in the movie Twister, the excellent motion picture Twister?
2: Oh no! But if I see cows flying by, it's already too late, dude. It's
0: over. It's yep. over for you. Well, Nate, we have a very special guest on our episode today. We do. And I it's listen true. to a lot of her podcasts. It's 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 good.
2: Yep, i I putting us outclassing us in quality and
0: in content. Um, and the music. Is really good, Chris. The music is fantastic. It, uh, do you do that music? I'm sorry, you go Oh, no, move. no, no, no,
1: that's nice. No. St- I stole it from my friend's band, oh, Moon okay. by Moon. Okay, that's yeah, awesome. Should, yeah. Moon by Moon, yeah, you should listen to them. They put out an e- a new EP a couple of months ago, yeah. I really like Very it. good. Right, it's, well, yeah, that's a, that's actually the one part of the podcast that I don't do, so thanks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, <I interrupt laughs> with you. Please introduce our all, all the way from across the pond in it. Um, our guest Hello. today. <laughs> our guest today is the host of the Crazy Makers podcast. Please welcome Carly Menzel. Carly, Hi. how are you doing?
1: Oh wow, I'm good. You know, it uh, it snowed in London today. That was that was exciting. Um, got to see a lot of people outside um that don't know what to do with snow enjoy i think there were a lot of people's first snow here really so wow. that was that was fun yeah that's really cool i so i didn't realize it's that rare for it to snow there yeah mostly just it doesn't really get below freezing that often okay here i guess it's an island thing i don't know i barely i don't understand weather at all that's one <laughs> thing where i'm like uh it happens yeah but um i hate snow uh but yeah, it was cool. I uh, saw there's a lot of snowmen outside. I think the people really enjoyed it here. It's not like a... It was like a magical thing.
0: JP, we happen. are supposed to get snow in Las Vegas this weekend. That's insane. Wow. On the eastern side. I saw it on the news. It's real. It's not fake.
2: That's really... Well, we we had snow here in Dallas just a few weeks ago. And it was... Yeah. It, it just... It, it, it's the same thing. And it, it's a transient city. So, like, a lot of people here... Uh, are from all over Texas. And they've never experienced snow in their lives, and everyone is terrible on the road here when it snows.
1: Mm, yeah, I noticed that there wasn't any like salt or anything on the, <laughs> the sidewalks or roads. I just don't think it would really be in their budget, I guess. Right, I don't know.
2: They don't
0: prepare for that.
2: They, they, no, they, it's not something they ever expect. So, yeah, that's crazy yeah. though.
1: So, yeah, so, um, but it's a Sunday, so I'm not, like, getting a snow day or anything, because um, I actually, worst. I do still go to work, Um, not to date the podcast, but we'll still be in a pandemic when this comes out, I'm sure. Anytime <laughs> right.
2: in the next 10 years, we'll still be in a pandemic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm yeah. getting
0: word from Twitter, the pandemic is over. Oh, no. Oh, I gotta go. got burned.
1: I
2: got to go. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so Carly Carly is is recording with us from London. Uh, that's in England?
1: Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, yeah.
2: Okay, so uh, what language do they speak there?
1: They do speak English, although I'm told I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> which I speak the, which the I, Queen's English. Yeah, yeah. I'm told I speak an entirely different language. And I actually am the ambassador for the whole of America over here. Um, I wasn't elected or anything. That's to good. Position, we could do worse. It just, it just seems like um, that's, you know, what I have to do now. And Every person I meet is like, what's going on in Florida? I was like, I- I've never, <laughs> I don't know. I'm from Maryland. It's a very, very regular state. Yeah. <laughs> Not from anywhere crazy. Well,
2: let's, 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 let's get into that. How did you end up over there?
1: Well, like every great story, it's a love story. I <laughs> met my I met my husband on Tinder, and he happened to be from here. Um, I didn't like set my radius to five thousand miles or anything. But was visiting, <laughs> he was visiting Baltimore when I was living there. Um, oh, you
2: pronounced it the right way with the D.
1: Oh, uh, so, yeah, there, Yeah, uh, I lived in Baltimore for like eight years, I think. Yeah.
2: So the way, it, the way it really like mushes up and rolls out of your mouth. Like, that's oh, how you, you say Baltimore.
1: Baltimore. You got to have you and gotta you're gonna say You got to. Yeah, <laughs> it's you got to have mush mouth when when you live there. It's the best worst city in America.
2: I um, completely agree. Completely. Yeah,
1: agree. I love it. Slash. I, I hated it every single minute. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. yep, that's my relationship with that wonderful, terrible city. Um Yeah. So, so, so for love, you ended up over in England
1: and yes. Yeah. So he's English lives in London. He's a Uh, knight. I will say he lives in a castle. He is royalty. I will tell you, he is not from, he's not from Southern England. This probably means nothing to Americans. He's from the, he's from Liverpool. He's from the North. I'll tell you that.
2: If he likes Liverpool, this is why you'll never walk alone, baby.
1: Oh okay. Well, they just lost again. I know. Dating, dating the podcast um, out of the FA. Cup. No,
2: I, I I I left after Rashford uh, scored the, the 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 game the the goal to, to take the lead. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry about that. I don't no, know it's been a
2: hell of a two weeks for that team.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here. We we did the whole. I, I moved over here because we were like, hmm, America or England?
3: Hmm they
1: have brexit we had um that guy that's no longer with us so we chose chose here (laughs) yeah 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 exactly so yeah i moved over here like a year and a half ago and it's just uh then the pandemic happened and now i'm really i know every single inch of my flat and that's and the commute to work (laughs)
0: that's what they call it yeah
1: oh yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah it's i don't know the, the, the whole like Do I use the English English words or the American English words? Because I make people mad Um, either way. Sure, you're
0: adapting to... Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: because I'm like, I live in a flat, and then people are like, you mean an apartment? And then I'm like, I live in an apartment, they're like, you mean a flat? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I can't win. Yeah.
0: Long, rich history of making fun of British people on Friendsmen, right, JP?
2: Yeah. I mean, not very well, but absolutely. We We we, We haven't even gotten to Ross's...
1: Thing, like British time?
2: wife, yeah, We're oh, Right, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So, and I will say, Carly, it was really. I think the first time we really interacted with each other was the discovery that we both had ties to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And it's always um, nice to find another garbage person out there on the internet.
1: Yeah, it's no, it's it, it was. Um, I think I followed you because of I don't know, Doughboys or a fucking bug main or some stupid fucking shit fucking like that. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. So, and then you tweeted something about like crab cakes and I'm like, you don't get a crab cake anywhere, but Maryland. True. <laughs>
2: <And I'm> like, <laughs> Fucking true. So true. I yeah. have very strong opinions on crab cakes outside. I of get
1: my, my mom, my mom ships old Bay in, into me. <laughs> um, yeah. So. We,
2: I, my favorite, my favorite Baltimore moment, my, uh, I, my, my partner Claire, she's not from that area. And was making something with Old Bay in it, as you do. And I actually had run out, so she went to see if she could borrow Old Bay, and she came back with a giant tub of Old Bay that was a commemorative Cal Ripken breaking the Iron Man uh, uh, number uh, thing of Old Bay. And it was like, this is literally the most Baltimore ar- artifact I've ever seen in my life.
1: I want that. Oh, my God, that's so cool. I
2: wish I wish we hadn't given it back to them. Really rad.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should have just cut all ties. <laughs> <laughs> A new that's life, that's awesome, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Old Bay is really good. I'm trying to, uh, my husband really likes it now. I gave uh, the first like Christmas I spent over here, I gave his parents a big thing of Old Bay, and I think it's still unopened in their kitchen. So, oh,
2: but yeah, that's crazy because one thing that I like the hybrid of is you do like fish and chips, you put vinegar chips, and then you also sprinkle Old Bay on it. Amy, this that's
1: is basically what, this is what I fries. mean. Yeah, but, and then you can make, here's the joke, um, British people don't season their food. Uh, There you go.
0: (laughs) That's true, I've heard that. I have (laughs) Yes. God, I started
2: following (laughs) uh, an account that's just people posting their food wins and losses, and I can't tell the difference, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what British
0: people have right. I'll tell you what what they got right. Beans can be breakfast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Beans can be breakfast. I'm not, okay. The beans (laughs) thing is really divisive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a bean girl, personally. I understand it. It's just like the carelessness in which it's presented. Interesting.
2: The slop on a plate that is the English breakfast.
1: I didn't realize until recently that Britain has such a toast-centric culture. Um, toast is good. I didn't know is, that. Which is fine, Yes, my um, for lunch today, my husband had uh, spaghetti hoops on toast, which is spaghettios on toast. Spaghetti um,
0: hoops. Spaghetti that- hoops. <laughs> yes, that's a new one.
1: I mean, there's spaghetti I,
0: hoops over here. I, would, I love I would that. Eat that. I- it makes them sound bigger.
1: I think I just, I think, I think now like being over here, I've just, I've, I've never been a patriotic person. The only time I'm like USA is like during the Olympics when I'm watching some weird sport, I guess. But now that I'm over here, I have become like patriotic, like by default because everybody over here is so quick to be like, oh, well, you're American. I bet you sure. missed your fucking gun. And I'm like, and we we should be allowed to have guns because it's my side. So like, I don't believe in guns. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't carry a gun around here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't believe in that.
0: As soon as someone tells you you can't do it, it really makes you want to do it.
1: I know, yeah. So I've become like, i I'm very patriotic and one of those people that's like, America's not that bad. And like, it is. Sure. It's a cesspit and I, le- I left. So, um, but yeah
0: and i'm sure i'm sure like the way that they think it's bad isn't exactly correct and it's it's you you're all you always want to well that's not exactly that's kind of like you, you you would have to live there to understand why that's actually like really really bad. i don't know what i'm saying never mind
1: no but sure and, and and i think a lot of like internet people who i shouldn't even be engaging with like i shouldn't be talking to you guys um anyway
2: <laughs> we're very good advice
1: <laughs> um they they like to be like, oh, see all of the, the horrible, you know, race stuff in America and, and act kind of like holier than thou. Like that shit doesn't happen over here in the UK. And I'm like, baby, you invented it. Yeah. Like, um, you when, me my,
0: when me and my wife were in Amsterdam on our honeymoon, a lot of the tours that we took centered around how the... Dutch East India Trading Company started the slave there,
1: trade. Yeah, and how
0: yeah. it's not really that big of a deal. Like that was what the tour was about.
1: Oh, like, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, not to talk about like genocide on a friend's podcast. So we can move <laughs> no, on. We should. We pretty, should. Pretty,
2: pretty common for us. Yeah, <laughs> we go there a lot actually. Oh, Carly, I I, I want to talk to you about um, Crazy Makers, uh, your podcast. Sure.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah.
2: I, I, I have quickly become a big fan only because I am diagnosed with multiple mental health issues and uh Oh
1: my god, come on the podcast. I, I would be, right. be happy yeah. to.
2: Uh I would love to, but um it's just I, I want to hear your own we'll just start with I I it's such a wonderful, safe, good place where people can where you and talk about these things, um, which I think helps me as a listener and I'm sure others to to feel like there's there's voices out there who are talking the same language as me. So um you know with that I how did you how did you get started with it?
1: Well first of all that's very nice. Um thank you. I I've I think I started listening to podcasts in like 2012. Mm-hmm. And I they quickly became like a big I sounds so stupid, like a big part of my life just because um just like Walking, commuting, the type of work I do, like I'm in a lab. It's a lot of solo work. So like po- podcasts kind of keep me company. So I thought to myself, like, hey, I'll take something that I love and turn it into something I hate. And <laughs> um, by making by making my own Um and I also am, you know, mentally. The rookie mistake, Ill.
2: We don't love friends. Or I don't love friends. So I chose something that I couldn't ruin for myself.
0: Yeah, we're in the same right. position here. <laughs> I, I'm tortured by watching friends all the time. I hate it so much. Sorry though. Sorry.
1: No, no, it's fine. Um, so I I've, I've like toyed with the idea of having a podcast for a while. And most of the podcasts I listen to are like improv podcast, comedy podcasts. Um so I uh, like, why don't I try to make my mental illness, which I've been dealing with for a long time, funny? And it's harder. Than, <laughs> it's it's um it's oh, hard, yeah. harder than you would think. But uh, like, I use uh, humor to to cope, and it seems like a, a lot of a lot of people do too. So I just um, I think I set out with it. it it's changed. It's it's not as funny, obviously, as I thought that it would be, which is fine. Um. But I just have the guests, whichever guest that I have on, they kind of just bring their own stuff, and it's a, I, it's a big scam because people that like <laughs> the podcast, I don't do anything. I just um, kind of toss up questions, and then the guest does all the heavy lifting, and then I'm they're tell like,
0: "Anyone, this is a scam."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm. They're like at the end, like I'm tired, and I'm like, yeah, you should go lay down, and then like <laughs> I, I, I don't really um, have to do that much, but. It's just um like any good millennial, I'm trying to monetize my mental illness. It's not going <laughs> great, but
0: um Carly, I really liked the John Gabris episode. I listened to that one. I listened to oh, Johnston, I listened to the Culture Kings, both of their episodes. It's a great show. I really
1: thank you. Yeah, I think and it's lo- funny.
0: I, I do Thank like, you. yeah, it's great.
1: I think that's just the people that I've been having on and like most of the kudos is to them and, and people have been so so nice and like the indie podcasting community whatever that is um to you know like come on the show and and you know talk to me and give me an hour of their time so yeah it's been it's been good it's still I hate editing um talking's the easy part it's it's still in that stage like because it's not a job where it's still something it's fun um most of the time uh so yeah and I mean I could talk about myself forever so
2: (laughs) Well, I, I, I just I, I was going over the hit list. You have 17 episodes published
3: mm-hmm. and
2: you get amazing guests and the ones that jumped out to me here. Aaron Keefe, who I absolutely love, both from uh, Magic Tavern and uh, Hey, Riddle Riddle, mm-hmm. um, Kevin Porter, John Gabris already mentioned. And then your most recent vote is Holly Laurent, who wasn't familiar with, but then I checked out, she does a podcast with a guy that Chris White and I actually went to college with uh, Greg Hess. So,
1: Oh, they're married. Yeah. Are they married? I didn't see. That's
2: crazy. Um, so yeah, I,
1: I just, how what's your secret to getting these
2: big guests so early in your, in
0: your run?
1: I'm just so cute and nice. Um, I think I know (laughs) what it is.
0: I think I know what it is. (laughs) I think people I, want to open up to you, Carly. And, and with that in mind, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, when I was a kid, my dad made me go on Splash Mountain at Disneyland. I was, I was too uh-huh. scared. And he made me go on it. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And it's really, it, I feel like it really affected me in some sort of way because I was terrified. I was a little kid. You know what I mean?
1: If you can save this shit for my podcast, actually, that would, um...
0: <laughs> last psychiatrist I had ghosted me. He doesn't want to talk to me anymore.
2: Minded
1: too.
0: Why.
1: Is that real? Is that real? <laughs> no, sorry.
2: Minded. I might. Oh. Last my last therapist actually ghosted me, like oh, right no. at the beginning, of, right at the beginning of pandemic.
1: Ah, uh, it might not have been you then. I ghosted
0: a few therapists. I'll put it that way. Well,
1: they they deserved okay. it. Y'all, you need to shut up. We need to. This is for my show. <laughs> um, no, I think I I send every guest a picture of my butt and then they usually say yes. Um, there you
0: go that's what we have like to do, JP. I told you. I told oh, you what man. we have to do.
1: No, I think I I I'm reaching out to people whose whose uh stuff I already I'm reaching out to people whose I'm, I'm a fan of all of their their stuff. Um so like all the people I that I've had on, you know, like are either friends of mine or like, internet friends, or I just really like the the shit that they do. And they've all, all the people that have been on, like, they really do not have to come on some random girls' podcast from, from London who, like, they really do not have to. And then the fact that they talk about, like, their trauma and diagnoses, and, like, not everybody even has a diagnosis. Just, like, just talking about, like, mental stuff, especially now, because everything's so fucked up, like, stuff that's going on. Again, it's like all because of the guest. Like I'm just I'm just making a a, a Zoom link. <laughs>
2: <laughs> One last question about the podcast. If you were going to recommend a, a jumping on point, obviously everyone should listen to the entire run, but if you want if you want an episode that would really get people into the spirit of the show, what would you recommend? I
1: think um I mean I've I've had lots of good things said about the Gabrus episode. I mean, that's just because he's like so great. And um the Kevin T Porter episode people seem to really like because he doesn't have a, a diagnosis, but um we still had a very good conversation about therapists and religion and you know, breaking up with your friends. Uh yeah. So, I think yeah, Gabrus, KTP, but listen to them all. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I will say the 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 Gabrus one really had me with his his talk about kind of overindulgence and exercise and kind of the relation between the two, um, which was just something I like fully grabbed me and had me really thinking about, for like the millionth time, bad decisions. Sometimes make in my life. So,
1: oh yeah, no. While I was talking to him, I was like, "I'm gonna go for a run." I didn't go for a run tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Which is a motivator. (laughs) He he really. Yeah. Have you ever listened
1: to Action Boys, Carly? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I I really liked that podcast. I haven't listened in a while. I'm probably gonna resubscribe soon. But he talked about how you know he would like work out and get high at the same time, and it's like that's fun. I really like doing that. It really did help me, you know, get over a little depression hurdle where like you don't want to work out and you just can't get it done. Mm-hmm. I can't.
1: Yeah,
2: imagine. I, I can't imagine. At least not like out at a gym. Being, no, high
0: you just, you just out. do some push-ups in your garage or something. You 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 lift some hand weights up and now you do some curls. Oh, like a like oh. girl big handlebar mustache, wear a unitard, <laughs> hop, 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 hop. hop.
1: <laughs> Is that what we're not doing? Working out we're not doing anything in public anymore.
2: Yeah, that's you know we're all doing prison workouts
0: at home, dude. It's
2: fine. yeah, that's, yeah. That's so- Someone with a lot, a lot, a lot of social anxiety issues. Um, this has been a wonderful year, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I like staying home.
2: Spent a lot of time with my
0: pets and my partner. Great, pretty great. I got two. kids to I mean, pretty busy. It's not a big deal for me. I got stuff to do.
1: Did you say kids or kittens? Two Sorry,
0: kids, two human children.
1: Oh, humans! <laughs> wow. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, congratulations. No, no, I tell guess. me about it. It's okay, Carly. <laughs> Your first instinct is correct.
0: You just <laughs> felt. Uh. And it's like, I get that. It's fine. I
1: don't get it, but I'm happy for you, I
0: guess.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Nice. All
0: right. Well, um, I, I,
2: uh, activate, break music. will probably go here and, um, move into the next phase.
3: You're just giving me
0: stuff to edit out. Oh. Yeah. We play live now. Yeah, man. Um, so
2: we're here to talk about the show friends. Carly, can you tell me your, your personal relationship with the show friends?
1: So I'm very young. I'm and um attractive. I'm 26. So I us um, too, us too. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys are all beautiful. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I so I didn't catch Friends like the first go around. Like it was something my mom watched. Um, yeah. And then when it was in syndication, I think I, I think I've seen every episode multiple times just oh, yeah. because it was like on TBS. Like after. After I came home from from school and stuff, so I've, but I haven't done the thing that like young people, I guess like you know, like teens now are like discovering friends right. and like they love it. It's like when 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 teens are like, like I have cousins that are younger than me. They're like, have you seen The Office? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I have. Oh God, actually, I was alive in 2006. So yeah. <laughs>
0: And then you throw the British version at them and they're
1: like, what? Yeah, I'm like, have you seen this one? <laughs> this is what it was based off of. This,
2: this one's the office. Yours is the American Yanks office.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: so. I, would, I was going to say, I, that, that weird like generational thing, I feel like that was my generation going to our parents and being like,
1: have you heard the Beatles? Oh my God, they're so mm. good. Yeah.
2: Who are they? Like, uh, they're, they're a bunch of insects.
0: The Beatles.
2: No, they're a bunch of insects. Beetles. Beetles love. E E T L E S. Gotcha. Incidentally, also from Liverpool. I have a bit of a Scouser accent. <laughs> oh. I
1: don't, I have a, my Scouse accent's really bad.
2: I only, I, I only became familiar with the term because of becoming a Liverpool mm. football club fan and then uh, just falling in love with every single player on the team who's actually from Liverpool.
1: Trent Alexander Dude. Arnold Trent uh, he's the best if you're out, if you're out there Trent uh, yeah
3: JP did you freeze
1: where are you he buffering?
3: he's buffering completely frozen I like
1: been- how this is like the thing
3: <laughs> like, he's still he would have liked that joke Chris you're still with us he'll be back
1: they always come back Okay,
0: let's talk about Ross.
1: Okay, Ross. Ross has is is anger so, issues. He's got anger issues. He, I am um, I mean, it's not a mental illness to, like, be a misogynist. Um, <laughs> oh, he's just so bad. And this is the thing, and I think a lot of, like, I don't know if a lot, like, ladies, if you can, like, relate, but you think that, like, Ross is your favorite when you do a first and you watch it at first because like he's the love interest for Rachel yeah. and everybody wants to be like Rachel obviously like she has the haircut and like her boobs are perfect and like she dresses really cute. So you think that you like Ross and like I wanted to be a paleontologist growing up. Oh wow. <laughs> so yeah. Um so We talk a lot uh, about
0: on this show about how you know we hate Ross because we are at a place now where we're evolved enough to recognize that, like, a lot of the stuff that he does is really not cool. It's
1: bad, yeah. But we
0: really do love David Schwimmer's acting on the show. We think he's very talented Oh, at he's great. being Ross. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now, like, you do the thing in your head. Like, I, I evolved from, I think, like, Ross was the guy I had a crush on. And then, like, no, it's not Ross. And then, like, I went through, like, the... Uh, like Chandler (laughs) page, where it's like, yeah, just give me like a sarcastic asshole in a sweater vest. And that's like everybody on Twitter now. Um, Yeah, it is. But but now I'm a Joey girl. And I think like that's the right one.
0: Yeah, he's Italian.
1: And yeah, okay. (laughs) And like, I like, yeah, he would take me for some meatballs with a sauce. (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) And yeah, I think that it means, like, I'm, I'm a grown-up now. Is like, I would want to be with Joey, I think. Yeah. 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 That's for yeah. sure. Or, like, Gunter, I guess. He seems... Gunter's fine. cool. Gunter's yeah. cool. We don't know
0: too much about him, but he's cool.
1: Yeah, like, a man of mystery. Our like, friend Franklin loves
0: Gunter. Uh, apparently there was supposed to be, like, a Gunter spinoff at some point. Like, something Ooh. was written, but, like, it never really made it past. Chris, you, what, you're shaking your head. Am I wrong? I just hate that idea. <laughs> we all hate the Gunter spinoff. It doesn't mean it wouldn't well, have Well, see, great. here's
1: the thing. It's like Frasier was a spinoff. Yeah. And like, people have very polarizing views about Frasier. Frasier's I personally
0: good.
1: love Frasier. Good.
0: It, it hurts and like, to say it because of how much of a psychopath Kelsey Grammer is. but Frasier's Yeah, good. no,
1: he's very, he's bad man. Frazier is very good and it's still funny. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. That's how I kind of feel about, about friends now, too. Yeah. Because like I like this episode that we watched today, I was like, oh God. And it's the breast milk episode. I'm like, <laughs> God, I'm gonna have to like talk about being a woman and like breastfeeding Breastfeeding opinions, yeah. please. Yeah. Thank and you. it's like I laughed out loud during this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, oh. Friends is funny. Like, there's a reason that it's like had so, like, it's endured like so long. Right. Like, you can, you can like see the joke structure and like see the three arcs, but like, I don't care. I still thought it was really good. It's some, know. it's some
0: good television writing. And, and yeah, we kind of saw that, uh, Form in the first season and kind of saw what like made people grab onto it and then yeah uh going forward it was just firing on all cylinders and it's it's dated you know like he said but even in a problematic episode it can still make you laugh a lot
1: uh, yeah like i was I, I i was like oh god like they're all grossed out by breast milk and then i like i laughed about the boob joke and it's like it's funny <laughs> like it is <laughs> Does that makes me does that make me a bad feminist? Like I don't think so. Like it's so- I also
0: I also think Chandler and Joey freaking out that a woman is openly breastfeeding in the apartment is funny. that That is hilarious because men still do act that way. And uh, my wife's yeah. been breastfeeding for, you know, the the past couple months, and we haven't really been around anybody. But with our first kid, men do like kind of act weird and like not not like weird weird but they'll like walk away or go do something else mm-hmm. like it's it's interesting
1: well can you as as man can you what like why is it because like you don't want to like if you look too long it's like oh i'm being like a weirdo and, I, like, think looking worried,
0: at your boobs? I think you're worried about being a weirdo and, and in my case okay. it was also like it, it would have been like my dad who was in the room with us or like, um, my, my brother or like, uh, male relatives that I'm related to. And they, they want to be respectful, I guess, but it also is just kind of a weird thing to leave. I it's, it's a strange thing.
1: Yeah. It's like when it's not the same thing at all, but like when you're watching a movie with your parents and like a sex scene comes on, it's like, do you stay and watch it? Like, do you cover your eyes? Like, do you like Start to read a book. And then you like, start, you start just thinking, leave. oh, I'm
0: I'm holding too still. I'm being weird just holding still. Yeah, and then you're like,
1: like yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, I get that. I yeah. think the go-to nowadays when that happens
0: is you whip out the phone and you look at the phone.
1: But uh, that's like the go-to first. You just look you're at everybody. your phone. Yeah. Yep. It's not you even You said that. whip out and I was like scared for, <laughs> oh, I was like, God. whip out what? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> phone correct correct yeah um yeah i think and and it's so i mean like i'm not from like i'm not in a very like i I, i've I've, like been in a liberal bubble for like a long time sure like breastfeeding isn't like my boss had a had a baby like a few years ago and like she would do it at work like no one cares but uh it's more of like an annoying thing. Like, oh man, I've got to go feed my baby. It's like, oh, didn't the baby eat like an hour ago? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't keep like skipping out on meetings because you have to go feed your baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my baby eats every other hour. My
1: baby like. No, exactly. To yeah. yeah. He's a big I don't. Guy. I don't know. I don't know anything about babies, obviously.
0: <laughs> the 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 part of this episode, the breastfeeding part of this episode that I didn't really relate to was. Uh, the the tasting the breast milk thing. I thought it was pretty funny,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but I, that that situation never uh, came up, you know, with my babies where somebody wouldn't taste the breast milk or where somebody did taste the breast milk and other people thought it was weird. I don't, I didn't really know what to make of this from a writing perspective, but.
1: Did you, have you tasted breast milk? I have
0: tasted breast milk.
1: Okay, correct. Like, I feel like it would be weird. Yeah. If, like, if I didn't it, want your- to or hadn't, right. Well, I mean, you shouldn't really, like, you, like, really want to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've tasted a normal amount of breast milk. I'm just, uh, well, I'm just a and, normal guy.
1: <laughs> and I'm just going to ask you, like, as a woman, like, what's a normal amount of breast milk?
0: Well, it's like you test it on your wrist, and then you don't even think about it. You, like, you lick it off or something, and it's, like, it's, it's that type of thing. It, oh, okay. It tastes fine. It does taste sweet. It smells awful. It it oh, really? really does not smell good. It smells like um starchy like protein powder almost. It's like got a very strong
1: smell. So, would you say that it tastes like cantaloupe juice?
0: I've I don't think I've ever had cantaloupe juice. Can you juice a cantaloupe?
1: <laughs> I think you can juice anything if you squeeze it hard enough, baby. I guess
0: so. That's that's the <laughs> slogan of our podcast. Um <laughs> I, I could see it tasting like cantaloupe, I guess. Yeah, it's sweet. It's just it's just like very fatty and sweet. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the tasting thing was weird, but I think everybody came around at the end and like Ross drank out of a bottle and ate Oreos. So like...
3: Yep. <laughs> needed to eat it's Oreos fine. with it.
1: Yeah, I think that was, you know. the The, the one... The one joke I, I I wrote out the whole thing because I thought it was I really laughed my ass off. It's like my ass is still over there. <laughs> um, Ross says this is the most magical, beautiful thing in the world, and then Joey goes, "Yeah, but there's a baby sucking on it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you,
0: <laughs> Joey, with the win. <laughs> I mean, that
1: is, that is funny.
0: <laughs> and I liked when they were all uncomfortable and Ross goes, what's wrong? What are you guys doing? And he goes, we're just hanging out by the spoons. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and then here, oh, um, here's a one, one, two, three. Yeah. When, when, when Chandler's, when Chandler's like, uh, Joey has something he wants to ask you about breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's good. Yeah. Where's my, thank oh, you. Here's a question was, for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We almost missed that one, Chris. Uh yeah. I, I have another breastfeeding story. Okay. Um, so like Joey's question is uh if he blows into one, does the other one get bigger? Is that what he asked? Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Both uh not not as dumb, but I think on the same level as this. Both my father and my wife's father have um been been around when when my wife's feeding my son and she will have a sip of wine while she's feeding my son and both uh-huh. of them have been like you can't do that while you're feeding him
1: right like and it's, it's like,
0: a direct line <laughs> to the boot.
1: how do you how do you think this is connected right right and she's
0: like <laughs> yeah. no it takes like an hour for it to get in the milk, and then i have to pump the milk out and everything so that's a very funny thing that I saw two people uh fall prey to. It, it was really funny.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I just think like nobody knows anything about it. And that's why it's such still like such a weird thing because for sure. it's like yeah, because nobody really you don't you're not taught that like in science class. Like sure. Yeah. Like how, where does the milk where does the milk come from? I don't know. Or how
0: long it takes for wine to get in there.
1: Yeah, exactly. They
0: still don't know anything about weed smoke. They're like not doing studies on that at all. If if like marijuana can get into breast milk or anything like that.
1: That's yeah. That's a whole another thing. Yeah, I don't I mean nobody's gonna research that, or maybe right. No, because it has to do with weed and women. So it's right, like double no no. Yeah, yeah, the U.S.
0: government's not touching that.
1: No, it's like <laughs> it's like we know nothing about like PCOS. It's like why? It's because it has to do with ladies' private parts, right, like. Right. <laughs> No. <laughs> just
0: chalk it all up to hysteria. No, yeah. yeah.
1: We need a better dick pill. <laughs> that's what we're gonna fund. Speaking of dick pills, this week's friendsman is brought to you by
0: Blue Chew. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Oh,
1: like that's 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 a that's a one that I hear like un unironically. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey Blue Chew, if you want to advertise on a ladies' mental health podcast i I mean, I'll do anything. You should
0: totally do that. That would be funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so we're gonna well, we should start talking about the episode a little bit. We've been talking about the breastfeeding part.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So you you talk a little bit on your show about alarm clocks sometimes, specifically on the John Gabris episode. Yeah. Looking up okay. to alarms. I have the Friends theme song as my alarm on my phone in the morning it is a great way to wake
1: up is it because you're just like I need to turn it off
0: <laughs> no 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 i let it play and i wake up and i let it i let it wash over me because it's beautiful and i love it um i i have a thing where like i have to keep changing my text noises and my phone call noises because everything just turns into like a terrible noise that's like notifying me that i have to go do something sure. you know what i mean the same yeah. thing with the alarm noises. I hate hearing them in the morning. But, uh-oh, JP's got an internet outage in his area. This is bad.
1: That's what you get for living in the Midwest. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, Chris, tell him maybe to try to, like, zoom on his phone and just record onto his computer.
3: Right? Okay, he's going to try to call in. But, I love the friend's... Theme song as my alarm it never gets old i really like it
1: i mean i thought that like i have this like feeling that it's an annoying song and then when i watched the episode today i like didn't skip intro right. on netflix
0: it's really great to hear and the claps are good yeah. it's almost as good as our theme music chris white thank you very much um <laughs> so julie's hanging out with the friends right
1: i totally forgot that julie was even a character right yeah, she is okay, and you'll you'll know this because you more recently watched um the episodes than me. Have Ross and Rachel like gotten together? No. No. But it's just like didn't like he tell her that so he liked her or something like that? The
0: end of season one. Yeah. Ross has to go to China on Rachel's birthday. And so he leaves a present with them and Chandler accidentally tells Rachel that Ross is in love with her. Uh And so Rachel likes this and she wants to be with Ross. And so she goes to the airport to pick him up and Ross gets off the plane with his new girlfriend, Julie.
1: Wait, he goes to China and brings back an Asian person.
0: That's what happens. That's what happens. Thank you, Chris, for the record scratch. (laughs) She is from New York. (laughs) <laughs> she, like, just, just not, uh, I guess it could be worse. She was there working at the same thing that he was working at. So it's not, it's not like a, <laughs> it's not like that, but we did talk about is. That last episode. The optics okay. of it are not great. And Rachel falls prey to that. When, when Julie gets off the plane, she gives her the hello, welcome to America. Oh, Jesus. And Julie says, yeah. thank you. I'm from New York. It's a it's it's a joke that actually made me the racist if you think about it. Um,
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: That's what happens. That's where we're at. Okay. Okay. In this episode, Rachel hates Julie, and Hmm. we're kind of developing Julie's character because she's going to be in the episodes coming up soon. So she's, you know, taking Monica shopping essentially is the B storyline for this.
1: And her her character is just nice girl who furthers Ross's. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. No, like girl that 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 drives the males. This nice
0: girl who's not forward. Rachel. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is always cool. Yeah. Her, you're like her character develops. I'm like, does it? Yeah, right, right, right.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. they, they develop her the tiniest bit, but you're right. Sure. Her, yeah. her function is to stand in until Ross and Rachel get together.
2: JP, can you hear us? I can hear. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, sorry I'm about good. that. I don't know.
0: No worries, about. buddy. We talked about breastfeeding. <laughs> yes, I tasted breast milk. JP, neat, <laughs> <laughs> get over
2: it. neat
1: JP, have you had breast milk? I have
2: not, but I'm not morally opposed to it. Um, I just not really answer. something that's come across my plate,
1: so to speak. I think it would come in a cut. That's true. But yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you got you, dude.
2: Um, (laughs) did we, did you guys, so you guys, we, we, you guys have been talking about the episode already.
0: We talked about breast milk and we just got to Julie. I explained what happened before Julie and everything. So now we're talking about Julie and Monica going shopping.
2: Okay. Can I, can I, I'll, um, I'll wait until we start talking about Joey, but I have a great, a great breast related fact about this episode. Oh,
0: interesting. JP.
2: That's usually my
3: guy. I know. I'm really,
2: you're really rubbing off on me with that breast
3: stuff.
0: What? Come on, All right, JP Alright, I'm
3: gonna go, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Bye,
0: Carly, thank you for being here uh,
1: <laughs> Please don't contact me <laughs> uh, So,
0: J- JP, let's move on to that Because that's the next thing Joey's cologne job storyline Did you hmm. see what I tweeted from the Friendsman account? No, what'd you tweet? I'll have to check that out I have previously tweeted that I don't think the Friends ever go to a mall I was wrong there's a friend in a mall in this episode. They are in a mall. Chris White, how dare you? No, he's right, though.
2: He's right, though. Um, I,
0: I, I, I think I would argue
1: that
2: it's not a mall because I don't think they have it's malls. Department That's what store. I was thinking, yeah. I don't think they have malls in, in
1: New, York, New York City. I, guess, I think, it's, uh, like,
3: Chris, I think the, it's like... play the sound. <laughs> I
0: guess I'm so right. I, yeah!
2: Well... There you go. That's right. Nate's um, celebration music.
0: So Joey's got a job spraying cologne. Nobody wants Joey's disgusting cologne.
2: Um, um, uh, I don't know uh, that the, the cologne is disgusting, but they sure run away. And one, in fact, at one point, somebody literally runs away from him. <laughs> Nate, did you recognize Joey's potential love interest slash co in this episode?
0: Annabelle? No, I did not. Who oh, is she?
2: Annabelle uh,
1: from the West she Wing. Is, right she,
2: now, notably, oh. she was in the West Wing. The actress's name is Emily Proctor, but she's probably more famous with our fans for being in a little movie called Breastmen. Oh, she was the wife of uh, the the swim dog in in Breastmen. Wow. Yep, yep. and I she's in an episode of Friends called Breast Milk. So you know. Carly, don't watch that movie. I do not watch that movie.
1: She's been typecast. He has yeah. been
2: typecast. This is a don't shame. Watch that movie. So Emily Proctor got typecast as only starring in things that involve breasts. Okay. Um, and then Kurt Russell famously has been typecast as man having adventures at one of the polls. Because he was in the thing, but then he's also he's sexy Santa thing. Claus
0: and Sexy Santa Claus. Okay. I've seen both of those movies, JP, but he has a lot more movies.
2: where he's I don't not think so. Time. I don't think so. And, um, and, and then I learned this week that, um, Oh, Rachel McAdams is now typecast as woman married to man who travels in time.
0: That's true. It's heartbreaking true. to see. It's just,
2: you see these celebrities and they just get caught in these, 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 these roles and they just never get out of them.
0: Emily Proctor. You're trying your, you're trying your Twitter material out here on the podcast, JP,
2: Emily Proctor. Was a breast lawyer on The West Wing?
1: Keep that in the (laughs) (laughs) draft. So, Um,
0: Emily, what do you think about ombre man? I really liked her as the the Emily Proctor as like the Western girl. There was like a little Western motif in the department store, right? I i i didn't i
2: maybe I mean obviously with the ombre guy. (laughs) Um, and
0: later with well, her name's Annabelle, and she's like, uh, she's like the uh,
2: okay,
1: okay. Daughter. she was milk, she was milking a cow yep, in the back. Yeah, there was a tumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you mm-hmm. miss that? Yeah. The
0: Ombre Man's cologne holster. that was really
2: cool. Um, I really like the Ombre Man, that that Man a lot. MF
0: and thang on him. <laughs>
2: I also liked later when Joey had a satin cowboy white uh, uh, yep. a, a cowboy shirt. I was, I mean, Great shirt. I could tell you from here in Texas, that is authentic. That's all we wear on Sundays. It's a, you know, just a regular attire. This was a funny storyline. And it's one of those things that you weirdo freaks who love friends, talking about you, Nate, um, and also Claire. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the ombre thing is something that I've heard referenced. I didn't get it. and uh, Oh, you've heard people say, Ombre. 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 It was really good. It's it, um, Charlie.
1: Give us an ombre.
2: Ombre. Yeah. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. I don't have COVID. I was, <laughs> sounds like I do.
0: And I like. I like how the ombre man is a nerd. I like
2: that reveal that at the funny. end. That was really funny.
0: Oh, Gee, yeah. sorry, sir. <laughs> <It was> really <laughs> really
3: cool. I'm a doofus. Yeah, like, <laughs>
0: It was it, it was such
2: a dumb, innocent, beautiful storyline. I, I I I was it was one of the ones that made me actually laugh out loud this this episode.
1: So yeah, no, and the and the it, the western motif carries over to when. Joey comes home and he's drinking juice at the bar with, I, I'm sorry. Like the writing is good. It is. Good. It is.
2: <laughs> it's good. I They, they, they did another, I they did another thing. They did last week. We were really excited about last week. It was the bad haircut and no, you can't go in to see him. I'm sorry. They were pretending. It was a, they, they were acting as if it was a hospital and the doctor was giving bad news this week. Uh, Rachel and, and Monica, their storyline involves a lot of, tropes of like of of a rom-com and the couple is like having a fight and, and actually cheating. Yeah. And it speaks a little yeah. bit to the, uh we were on a break that still hasn't come, but uh it, it's got that same vibe to it. Oh yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh, the next, yeah, no, the next, it's like, it's like, the, Oh, go no, ahead. No, no,
0: please, Carla, you
1: just they yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> they like, I feel like all the writers took the same comedy class and they're in like module two. And it's like, you know, what's funny when you like have one situation, but you do it like you're, you're like giving bad news at a hospital or like you're a couple and like one is cheated on the other or something like that. I mean, it works. I laughed at it. It,
2: Absolutely. (laughs) And I think, I think that's part of the lens. Whenever we're talking about the show in the the modern context, it's tough to know whether they were groundbreaking doing this at the time, not groundbreaking, but, but popularizing doing that um, versus Mm. now it's, it's a, Common trope. I mean, you have entire episodes now, a community, for instance, where they'll just do a bit that is the framework for the entire episode, um, sure. but I think these are early roots of, of that it's, it, it was oh yeah it was yeah it, 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 it was it was cute, it was funny um
0: so monica is is lying to Rachel, who is in a different colored version of the same shirt she was in in the last episode the te- t shirt it's still bizarre. Carly, That's just to let you know, we're talking about the white shirt that she has tied up, and the, the name thing on her shirt says teaser. We saw in the last episode. Oh, we okay. assume it's a brand or something? Yeah, but it's I, gotta be. But yeah. yeah, she wore a blue one. The last one was blue. And the last and one. This one was white. So. Still can't make, make can't make can't
2: make it. I'm I'm not gonna do research. I just want to live in this state of not knowing. Um, You're looking being... up
0: pictures of Rachel in the shirt. <laughs> I mean, I
2: looked up Jennifer Aniston tees, and I really. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's for that's that's
0: later browsing.
1: That's why his computer stopped
0: working. <laughs> he downloaded too many pictures of Jennifer Aniston, JP. Yeah,
1: he got like a weird 2007 virus on his <laughs> computer after looking up girls and boobs or something.
2: Ah, the old Google searches girls Girls and
1: boobs. (laughs) Um, so
0: we see Phoebe trying to lie for, for Monica and not really Mm -hmm. getting it. Uh, Phoebe's a good liar in the later season. She teaches Joey how to lie, but can't do it here. Uh, and now we, we have Ben JP. Do you want to talk about poor Ben? baby
2: i ben who is surrounded by loving parents constantly especially ross
1: who is constantly ever-present in his life
0: jp thinks ross doesn't see ben enough
1: (laughs) (laughs) he he definitely doesn't he definitely doesn't and he doesn't like doesn't seem like he's not like he hates like i I forget what carol's like wife's name susan He, he hates her but not because it's like she gets to see my kid more than I do. It's because he, she's like a lesbian with his ex. Nailed it out. on the head. He I, and turned his yeah. wife into a lesbian. Yeah. Philosophy. Yeah. Which is not what is happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, um, I think in season one, they didn't do really anything with Susan other than have her be an antagonist to Ross. I right. found her fucking delightful in this episode. She's I thought she was really funny mm-hmm. in this episode. Very funny. Uh,
0: All of her little jokes to Ross are so, so funny. And and earned. Like, he is
2: just a baby, and he is just, like, of course she wants (laughs) to see him, like, oh, God. When when, when he was talking about how the breast milk was gross, and and Carol's like, are you saying my breast milk is gross? And she's just like, oh, yeah, I want to see where he goes with this. Like, yeah, she does get to delight in making Ross feel uncomfortable.
0: And then we find out Susan's tasted it, yeah, she said it tasted, oh, tasted. She said it tasted like cantaloupe juice.
2: Chris, why, is that true? Chris says no. He's getting. He's not going to respond to that one.
0: <laughs> Chris says no. It's not true. <laughs> uh, we talked about what it tastes like, JP. I've tasted it. Good for you,
2: bud. I mean, I'm assuming I, I when when, middle, when Nikki, I'm assuming when Nikki was breastfeeding, not prior.
0: Sure. <laughs> we
1: we'll go with that. <laughs>
2: I don't know, man. Where's that? A frat party? It's what everybody was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Breast milk snooters. Come on.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I hate the word snooters with that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, snooters is a great word to ruin anything.
0: Oh, um,.
2: All right, so 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 yeah, so, ahead, so yeah. the, ben, the Ben the Ben storyline, which isn't really a Ben storyline, but Ross is going to, for the first time ever, be responsible for his child for twenty minutes without his ex wife there.
0: So,
1: which is crazy because that baby's like eight months at least, old. at right? least, right? Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> very old baby. But I mean, there are rules about how old of a baby you can have on a set, especially a three camera sitcom, because uh, lots of lights. It's very hot Mm -hmm. in that room. So there's lots of safety regulations around shooting with an actual baby.
2: I I think, though, I I I don't want to speak for Carly, but my understanding was if you look at the timeline of when the baby was born, the baby's probably eight months old. Like in in, in, in the show. I don't know if that's what, what Carly was saying, but that's.
1: Oh, no. I mean, just just that, like. Ross should have been taking care of his son. Over the he past over the, the past time. eight
2: right, months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that baby would like have been born, in, been born. In, in
0: like April, let's it's, say. It's eight months old and they're explaining to Ross who his favorite stuffed animal is. That's that Yeah. Yes. that's not eight-month information, right. Unless Ross, as
2: yeah. as previously theorized, is a shitty father.
1: No. <laughs> I don't think it's a theory. I feel like it's it's like a theory in the scientific sense where it's like very much proven.
2: Yes. We'll see. I'm, I'm watching this. And
1: accepted as fast. I'm watching this
2: through for the first time since maybe it aired. So I, I'm just building some theories here. But no, absolutely. Like
1: gravity. Like gravity is a theory. <laughs> but I'm not going to be like, eh.
0: <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So, you know, I have to say one of the things I didn't like about this episode is we didn't get a lot of Chandler. He didn't really have a storyline. He was the Garth. He was the with Ross, as always, is Chandler.
0: He did say, now go see Miss Kitty and she'll set you up with a nice hooker. That was funny. I don't remember that line. When was that? that? No. It's thank you, Chris. It's when (laughs) it's when Joey comes home in the cowboy outfit and he's being the bartender and he's sliding in the juice. That's right. Joey says, All right, I'll challenge the ombre man. And he goes, All right, now go see Miss Kitty and she'll set you up with a nice hooker. I forgot. That was
2: that was good. That was good.
0: Yeah. So now we have Monica and Rachel at Central Perk, uh, fighting about Monica cheating on Rachel with Julie. Right? Friendship cheating.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They took a big swing here. I think. I think Jennifer Aniston and 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 and. Uh, why is Monica's name escaping me? Courtney, Courtney Cox, Cox. Thank you. I. I <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I think they, they they both were taking really big swings here. I didn't like the scene. I, I did. It was they had already done the playful version of pretending that they were or acting like this was a breaking up scene or, right. or, or having a romantic fight. And then this part was like really hammy. Like I, I it really it was, it was played a little too over the top for my taste.
0: Well, I think the part that it's about, I, I agree with you. I, I think it doesn't hit the same way the last one de- did because they already did the thing. But I think the point of this is maybe, and this could get into, you know, crazy makers a little bit. The point of this is reaching an apex where we realize what Rachel's anxieties really are, that like Julie is stealing Monica away from her. And that's not like bounded in any sense of reality. And I think they both know that. But it's important for Rachel to say. it.
2: I, I agree with you, except that I think that that's something that only that the characters realizing. But we, the audience, already got that.
0: Right. That's true for sure.
1: I think I think it was like the the hating Julie thing is is more about um, the fact that it's like Ross centric and not so much like Monica centric. Like they made it into like, oh, you're my friend and I don't want you like doing this stuff with my friend when really it's like you're my friend and you're supposed to be supporting on my side, like right. in, in the Ross thing and not on her side. So it's, it that's why I think it seemed kind of like not. I, I mean, I didn't really like care for it that much at all. Like, that's not where the humor, I think, in this episode came from. But it, it's it's like the whole like Julie situation isn't about Rachel and Monica. It's about Rachel and Ross, right?
3: And I think
2: that was the underlying thread. So now, now with that kind of broader picture, yeah, I guess the scene is necessary for Rachel to be able to try to move forward with at least not hating Julie because she's so unfair about Julie right out of the gate from this episode. Like Julie, who is now I like vanilla ice cream, but I'm still going to use this analogy. She's the vanilla ice cream of characters on the show. Sure. I, I right. just, mm-hmm. And there's just nothing like there's no spikes. There's no valleys. It's, it's just, it, it it she's, she's there and she's nice.
1: Yeah. She's just nice, nice lady. Like she has no depth, so you can't really hate. Her. Right. 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 Or anything because there's you can't really like super like her either, and it like,
0: highlights how unreasonable Rachel is being when she I think she yeah. calls her a bitch right? she, at
1: the very end. And that's that's
2: ostensibly after like she's shown growth and is ready to be friends right. with. They
1: have
0: a nice
2: moment,
1: yeah. She calls her a manipulative. <laughs> was. Yeah. <laughs> I was
3: a
2: little surprised to hear those words coming out of my friend's mouth. I was also. Did
0: I you say bitch it. on nineteen ninety nine NBC? Ninety
2: five, and apparently
0: yes. I, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, it was. I, I was surprised by that.
1: I, I don't know. I,
0: I think that was
2: the least interesting story of the whole show of the whole sure. episode.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because like the um the Rachel Ross thing is like. Holding together so many plot points like throughout the entire run of the show. And like, this is just like, I don't like care about it. Like, I know that they have to like find a way for Ross and Rachel to not be together right now. And it just seems like, like, it's a bit lazy, but I mean, I get it.
2: In a lot of ways, I think that not only did friends kind of like break the mold in terms of types of jokes that they're allowed to do, but they were very much. They, they they represent the 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 kind of systemic control that a studio has over a show. Where arguably people wanted Ross and and Rachel to get together, but they weren't. The writers aren't even allowed to do that in order to maintain multiple seasons of a show. Um,
0: right, we got to see how long we can push this.
2: And I, I will say the kind of the they, they really they do a good job of getting them together finally. I do love that when it happens, but. The flip side, when they break them up, it, it seems so contrived and so pointless and so throwing a dart at, at the wall to, to, to determine what's going to happen with these two characters. So, I don't know, if you're not in on the, if, if, especially if you've seen the whole show, and, and Carly, you were just saying this, like over the course of the show, this seems to be what they think the central hook of the show is. But I, and Nate and I have talked about on the show here, we, I, I like it so much better when it becomes the Monica and Chandler show. Oh yeah, I think there's there's mm-hmm. so much more depth there, and they're both really likable, and they haven't they don't have the baggage that by that point in the show, Ross and Rachel have done some shitty things to each
0: other. Mm-hmm. And they kind of take the mm-hmm. B storyline, and we focus on Monica and Chandler being awesome and funny together. Ooh. wait for that. I, and so yeah, you know, I'm tired. Then of Ross her. tries the breast milk, and it's hot, and the episode's over. So you know that's cool. How it goes. <laughs> Was he shoving? Right. Was he
2: shoving bread into his mouth afterwards? Is that- Oreos. Oh, oh Oreos. Okay. For
0: Oreos. Oh my god. Oreos with
2: it. He. gotta love Schwimmer. He's his dedication to even the dumbest things. He's just. He's a great actor playing such a reprehensible
3: character.
1: So so I don't know if you guys like know this, but David Schwimmer has made quite the career career for himself over in the UK. He has he has a um. A sky like sky is like the HBO mm-hmm. over here. It's like where all the cable shows are on. And actually, it's a lot better because like guy shows you HBO stuff, like Hulu stuff, HBO Max stuff, damn, a Showtime got, stuff. It's all in they one. They got healthcare, JP. They got Friends on Netflix. What we, got, doing, we got we got everything, baby. Yeah. Um. So beans, but he had a beans, like beans for breakfast. I'm I'm not sure what the show was called, but he had a. A show about him being um, working for like MI5 or MI6 over here, like as an American. Oh, agent I've seen a post that. I don't want to watch that. Right. Yeah. I, have, I haven't seen it, but he's on like phone commercials, insurance commercials, car commercials over here. Like Owen Wilson has done the same thing. There's a company called Sophology, and like Owen Wilson has done nothing like in, in the past, yeah, I don't right. know, like five, five years or whatever. Since wedding, he's correct. on. Yeah, he's on Sofology, like the sofa companies, commercials all the time. Kevin Bacon, the biggest the biggest phone like service provider over here, he's like the Verizon guy. He, but it's like for like O2 or whatever it is over here.
2: Did not know any very of
1: that. weird. So David David Schwimmer, yeah, he's like on a double decker bus just like tossing money. I mean We were on it's a like, break. Is, exactly, is is yes. he is
2: yeah. he doing drama? It's like, for instance, this MI five type show. I would assume. I think, is,
1: is... I think. I think. it's like a. It's a comedy. comedy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like a comedy. yeah, but he's he's on. He's. I mean, I see him on like posters on you know the subway and, and stuff all the time.
0: Um, I love. Him. Sorry. The two, the, tube? the two. Do you know that yeah. he played Robert Kardashian
1: here in America for the OJ TV show? I did. Yeah. I, how did you guys like that? I, I liked it a lot.
0: I haven't seen that one yet. Um we I only watched the David Schwimmer parts and I thought it was really good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I that one's on my list because the, the G uh Gianni Versace one was so good.
1: I think the OJ one is better than the Gianni Versace one, but I still I still liked it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I really like David Schwimmer. Madagascar is great. He's funny. he, in that. he, he he's a giraffe. Yeah. I mean He's a neurotic draft. <laughs> he uh exactly uh,
2: he's it, it's it's past its prime now, but there was a podcast called homecoming that was uh, serialized
1: oh, he was on yeah. that yeah he was, I was so good that. on
2: that he just totally serious role with a lot of f bombs. I really liked him in that role
1: yeah yep. we, yeah. Hey, no. we we
2: are swimmer fans this is we talk a lot about it it's tough because the character gets less and less likable, but Gosh, Schwimmer just is so comedically like the physicality of the way he plays the character is so brilliant.
1: He's he's so everybody on this show is I mean, it's not I'm like Jennifer Aniston's a great actress. Like I mean, I'm not saying anything, but like everybody on this show. is so. They brilliant. really are. I,
0: I agree with you that the character gets worse and worse. But something that I'm excited for you to see is that like they have a lot more fun with all of the other characters hating Ross and finding him annoying. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, that's like his thing. Okay. Is that that'll be like rolls their eyes whenever he talks. It's, it's pretty funny.
2: That will be a good journey.
1: Especially, especially like, and he's, he becomes like so removed from them. Like he doesn't live in the same building. Like, so he's not like there all the time. And like, when he is there, like it's annoying. Like, why are you here? Like Chandler and Joey live across the hall, but like, you need to go take a train home, and the same way that like Phoebe doesn't live there, but like you don't hate Phoebe, right? So yeah, I just fucking hate, hate, hate him. I hate Ross, <laughs> but I think while well, while you were gone, JP, we were talking about like he's the he's the um you know on the first on the first watch, he's the character. You're like I want to be like I want Ross to be my boyfriend, and it's like no, he's so yeah, and that's it.
2: You know, when I was watching it, I would have been in my teens. But when it was first airing, but um, it was definitely like a I want to be like Ross. He's a sweet, emotional like guy. He's a protagonist. Um, and 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 God, now that I'm at forty, he is a bad, stalkery guy. Like like even in that first season, it just made. I don't know if it, I think it has to be just like having being a little bit older and. Marginally wiser, you just kind of that thing that seems so charming now in my life seems so bad and dangerous and and just just red flags everywhere Carly, of like potential
0: abuse. Even Carly, in the last episode, going off of what you're saying, JP. Mm-hmm. In the last episode, all of the friends have just met Julie, and they like go home, and then the next day when Ross shows back up with Julie, he's late, and he goes, "Sorry, we're late. There was." <laughs> Touching, and they like giggle about. It. <laughs> and it's like Ross, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, you don't, you can't, you can't be saying
1: that. <sighs> yep. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I have nothing to say because it's bad. I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah. Honestly, Who is your favorite friend of the episode? Best friend of the episode.
1: I best friend best of- friend. Best friend of the episode. Yeah, know your own bits. Jesus Christ. Now, to be fair,
2: it's usually my <laughs> bit and Nate it comes along with it begrudgingly. It's my thing.
1: It's my thing. It's my... I think... I think my best friend of the episode, it it has to be... It has to be Joey. Yeah. It's Joey. I mean, I love... I love Joey. Um, the whole... that That storyline, he gets... For the first few seasons... Like his arcs are just like one episode, which is like, I mean, it's fine. Like it's, it's funny. So Joey's, Joey's my friend of the episode. He looks good in the white satin cowboy (laughs) shirt. Um, I wasn't mad at that. Um, it's just like, okay. Do you guys know about the friends spinoff? Did Joey have a Mm spinoff? Yeah, he did. And Chandler had a spinoff, right? I don't think Chandler had one. Oh no. Just, just Joey. There may
0: have been a discussion about a Chandler and Monica okay, spinoff, I'm then, sure. but Okay, Joey then I think,
1: like Math- I think like Matthew Perry had like a show that didn't do well. Studio okay. 60. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's what, that's what it was, right? No, he, did.
2: he was on Studio 60. He yeah, right, didn't right, even right, make it right. a season, I think.
0: Right. Uh, there was one season of Joey where he moves to Los Angeles to make it as an actor, and he lives with his sister, who he keeps talking about how hot she is. And her son, who is a literal rocket scientist.
1: And then young Sheldon happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. Joey paved <laughs> the way
2: for young Sheldon. That's, that's absolutely canon.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though no, Joey's, Joey's my, my best, my best friend of the episode. Really? I cool. Just the whole, the whole thing was like, was like, Unwrapped, wrapped back up, and tied up with a bow is perfect. Yeah, just what I want from a sitcom. And, and, and yeah. the
2: fact that the the, the the white the white hat beat the black hat in the Cologne Wars was really funny. <laughs>
1: was just... and I'm gonna like Westworld. Are you paying friends because like this is yeah. the whole Westworld At, thing?
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely lifted verbatim. Unbelievable. Played
1: yeah, exactly. Well, Nate, who was your best friend? Hey, who
3: was
2: your best friend, friend of the <sighs> All right. All right, my best friend of the episode, this is tough, because I also, it's, it's, Joey got canceled so many times in season one, that if we make it through a whole episode without him getting canceled, I kind of feel like he deserves to win, um, but Carly picked him, so I don't, I'm not going that way. My best friend of the episode is Susan, putting Ross in his place, giving him the business, letting him dig his own grave. And, but in a playful way they they they, sh- they shifted it and she's no longer just an antagonist who's kind of mean now she's mean and funny so susan I think susan is my best friend of the episode
0: she's pretty too she's very pretty she's very pretty like especially in this episode i think it was her hair because it was like her hair is really, was really good, curly yeah. but it was like put up and everything she's pretty
3: nate
0: who was your best friend of the episode my best friend of the episode was the Ombre Man.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Ombre,
0: doing my own sound effects. Chris White. <laughs> um, it was the Ombre Man. I thought he was awesome, and I liked that he keeps that MF thing on him, and uh, I liked that he was a doofus at the end. So it's the Ombre Man.
1: Wait, can I ch- can I change mine? Mine's 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 the. The, the the guy that got the perfume in the eyes and he said, "I'm gonna
3: suck
0: <laughs> you." <laughs> he really went for it with his performance too.
1: Oh my god, he got he got a line, so you that's like sad, cowboy. right? Yeah,
2: because
0: the the other the other old
2: white man who was behind the counter and uh, Joey was talking to him didn't get a line, so he just did one of those awkward moments where the, the it's like Joey talks directly to him and he just kind of like silently nods, doesn't really express anything with it.
0: And JP, one more thing I noticed about the cologne scenes are uh, the guys that walk past Joey. mm -hmm. And this might be worth going back and looking. They're definitely crew members on the show because one has one has a very long ponytail that goes down to his belt. Oh yeah, he's he's wearing like electrician jeans. I that guy's in tech.
2: Absolutely,
0: he's definitely a grip. That's a grip on the show.
2: That that's. Pony that's Italian. the guy that I would be sneaking up to the catwalks with to uh, smoke cigarettes in, in theater.
0: <laughs> the tech guys rule. They did rule. Mm-hmm. That kids were cool.
1: I played sports. Nerd. So. Ooh.
0: Did, you,
3: did you play <laughs> lacrosse?
1: <laughs> I played basketball. Okay. That's, that's, that's championship a championship
0: lacrosse player right here, JP.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? What?
0: You think I'm lying? I just i
2: lacrosse is such like an east coast and more like mid-Atlantic and North kind of
0: thing. Oh, it was like the yeah. fifth year of our lacrosse team. Okay. We like just okay. started it. So it was pretty new there, but we won the state championship. I sat on the bench a lot.
2: What position were you ostensibly
0: playing when you sat on the bench? Midfield.
2: Okay. Okay. I, I played D. I liked
0: the... the oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I got I got you. Yeah. You had the big the big long stick, and you went... My job was to beat the shit out of people. Yeah, it
2: was great. Yeah,
0: it was cool. That was cool. Yeah,
2: that's cool. <laughs> cool, bro. Well, uh, Carly, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Uh sure. You can, you can listen to my podcast, Crazy Makers. That's available everywhere. You can get podcasts. I... Uh, I mean listen to it. I also have a Patreon, uh patreon.com slash crazy makers pod. Uh, if you want to support, I do do audio journals and you know, if you just want to hear more of these dulcet tones, go ahead and head on over there.
2: And what's your what's your Twitter handle too?
1: Um I'm everything is K-Menzizzle, K-M-E-N-Z-I-Z-Z-L-E. Carly, uh, will Instagram you tell John Gabris we're cool? <laughs> I mean, I think that you you think that I mean Johnny G. You're like this. Oh yeah, Can we talk all the school? time. N- Probably not. That's fair.
2: That's you don't <laughs> want to lie to Gabrus. That that would be a bad bad move. I blew it, too. I mean, it was a good Nate. I mean, it was this, a good shot. It was a good shot.
1: This the, no. This was a blast. And Gabrus, I'm talking directly to you right now. Everybody, else shut up. You'd be stupid not to come on this show. Be stupid.
2: Chris White, isolate that, and then we're going to just post that everywhere.
1: You can uh, go ahead.
0: (laughs) It is. That's the permission. We got it.
2: Well, with with that then, uh, I want to once again thank you, Carly, for being on our show. Thank you, Chris White, our producer extraordinaire. You can check him out on the Twitter at XYT Music. Correct, Chris? Uh Uh-huh. Thumbs up. Nate, thank you for being here. You're my best friend, and I love you. And I love doing the show with you.
0: I love you, JP. Um, I'm excited to start texting Carly about all my mental problems. Um, free therapy, dude. Friend. Free therapy. And uh,
2: That's not you. what I'm
1: offering.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to Friends Man. Like, subscribe, etc. JP, we
0: decided we decided I, I'm I know a normal amount about breast milk. Okay. I'm just a very very normal That's the right child. amount I'm about not,
3: breast milk. <laughs> not too into it. I'm not too against it. I'm a very regular person.